Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, we're back in our old space, recording the way we used to record. Yeah, I was going to say, we recorded in the same space last time. Well, yeah, but not in the same live format no, with all that's true. the that's true. all of the extra things going on in the background, praying that everything was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the praying part still exists. Just praying just a little less, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. we're a little more confident that this isn't going to crash on us. But yes, last week's episode was recorded live during Extra Life, and uh, we want to thank everybody who who listened to that episode, whether they listened to it live or they went and saw any part of the stream and, and, or even if they donated, we did not quite make our goal, but we did stream less time than we did last year. We were sitting at 300 of $500. So we're almost there at some point. We're going to do another stream, not a huge stream, something just kind of to, Get some people involved and maybe like, like you remember when we did our, our stream back in May where we had some people playing Jackbox and stuff, probably something at that scale again, where we have some folks out on a Saturday night for a few hours or something. And Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be and cool. try to tip it over the edge, but we're not going to do it like this weekend or anything. That's a little too short notice, I think. So no, could, we'll, you, could you imagine two weekends with each other in a row? My God. No, I it'd couldn't. Be, it'd be awful. It'd I be. couldn't do that. No. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, terrible. But we'll keep, we'll have more details on that probably next week. I, I assume because we didn't talk about this before we went on the air. So next week we'll talk about it and we'll have a date for you guys to join us. And if you wanna if you wanna help us uh, tip the needle a little further closer to the goal, you can go to our Twitter or Facebook pages, or just look for us on Extra Life. Go to the Extra Life page look for part-timers, full-time dads, and you can donate to us there. There's actually also a Facebook donation page, which I, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Like, you could actually set that up. So, you can actually donate straight from Facebook if, if you want. And we actually got a few donations through that way last time. So, Oh, is it all connected like to the same pool or is it like two separate pools we're counting as the same thing? It is the same pool. Oh, at nice. first, it at first it didn't look like it was the same pool, and because uh, when I originally set it up, it was it was the the Facebook event was like zero dollars, and I'm like, hmm, because there's more than that in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I was kind of worried, but after a while, I guess it picked up and and it all synced up. So it's it is the same pool if you go to the Facebook event or if you donate directly through the Extra Life page. So right, right. But uh, yeah, so we'll have more information on that later. But anyway, how are you doing? We, we, it's been a bit longer than usual since we've chatted last because we did our stream and instead of our usual record night. I know. I was actually thinking about it today. It's like, it feels like forever since we've done it ever, but it's literally been one extra day. One extra day, but, yeah. But yeah, what a difference that day makes, Mike. But but let me tell you, Mike, I might feel 25 in my brain, but my body says no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just slept on my shoulder weird yesterday, and now it just is screaming in pain. You know, like that kind of pinched nervy sort of feel, like you can't turn your head all the way? Oh, I know exactly yeah. what you feel. Yeah. It's brutal brutal don't ever get old people i mean that's i think that's the moral of the story here definitely i i a friend of mine is his 30th birthday today as we were recording this and i was like it's all downhill man all downhill from here <laughs> yeah to be 30 again yeah my yeah, goodness, yeah that'd be so nice uh-huh 
Anyway, yeah, no, I got a, I got a bunch of little kids stories. Nothing too dramatic here, Mike. But uh, Ben has learned how to climb into his crib when the gate is down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like half height, I guess. But now the new fun game is climb into the crib and then climb out of the crib and then climb back in and out and in and out forever and ever until it's time for bed. But fortunately, he still cannot climb out when the gate is all the way up. So we have a little bit more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've, I've very familiar with that game of the get out, get in, get out, get in, get out, get in. The one thing that with when it comes to William is he has just somehow not discovered that once we close the door and the lights are out, he can still get out of the bed. Right. And get, but so it's kind of funny. We're just like one of these days, he'll figure that out. I it just, well, that, I hope exactly. it's not soon. I exactly. hope it's not soon. But, uh, well, well, speaking of that, we, uh, we got a wall painted. We just did like an accent wall in his new room, which he was very involved in and he had a great time. So it was a very small amount of painting. So we just bought him like one of those little, like two inch rollers yeah and so he was rolling up and down and having a good time and yeah again kind of goes towards that theory of if he's invested in it maybe he'll stay in the bed when it's time to switch but we'll find that out ben's new favorite store mike canadian tire would you believe it really is it because they have different toys or because there's daddy toys no toys they have bikes mike Um, they have all kinds of tools they have rocket ships there it was really funny I don't know if you've been to the Canadian Tire near us, but they have all their bikes and then on the walls, they've got kayaks mounted. And, you know, to a child, a kayak mounted on the wall looks like a rocket ship. I was wondering where the rocket ship came <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, because he was saying, oh, daddy, daddy, bikes, daddy, bikes, daddy, rocket ship. I'm like, rocket ship? Like, what are you talking like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I see was, it. I, I was going to say, Canadian Tire has certainly diversified their portfolio <laughs> since the last time I went. Yeah. Yeah. SpaceX has really changed the game, right? Yeah. Right. And then uh, the other thing he's doing is... Um, so he's he's been starting to hit and do you know cause injury sometimes intentionally sometimes not so we've been taking the approach of we'll pretend to cry you know or like ow like i'm sad i'm going to turn around or something like that to make him stop um so now what he does is if it happens he comes running over and he gives you a big hug and he goes it's okay daddy it's okay it's okay and then he kind of like gives you a hug for a few seconds and he goes happy now <laughs> which is really funny and then uh and then mike i know you have a new addition to your family which i'm sure you'll be talking about soon but we also are going to have a new addition to our family oh really yeah so tiff is pregnant what yeah and it's been killing me not telling you mike but i needed that live reaction you know okay so here's the thing here's the thing i'm sure you have figured this shit out already we figured this shit out like when you told me about the other room a hundred percent i was like why would they just move him into a different room and leave the baby room set up? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and both Laura and I were talking about that. Yeah, no. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so there mm-hmm. you go. So whoever had the money on the bet, that kind of hold thing. On, hold on. Hold on. Tiff's pregnant. Oh, I knew. How did you, what? What do you mean you knew? She told me five minutes ago, so I didn't find it from me finding out. Oh. <laughs> I found that first. That sucks. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway I, I heard that exchange yeah but anyway so it's very exciting she's like uh i guess at the time of recording or I, at the time of this will come up she's like 15 weeks or something like that 14 weeks 15 weeks but well congratulations yeah, guys it's exciting yeah so it's a different feeling than the first one 
it's still exciting, but it's like also routine now. I don't know. It's kind of strange. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've been through this. Oh, yeah, yeah. First semester, whatever. We're all good. So anyway, it's uh, going to be an exciting time for us. Who knows how we're going to do the podcast in, you know, by the time May rolls around, but we'll oh, figure man. it out. Yeah, know? for sure. It might be there. It might be a lot more part-time dad, full-time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. In the less of the plural sense, who knows? But maybe maybe I'll be putting out some requests for some last-minute fill-ins. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out something. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. get my brother to stand in or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, I mean, yeah. You, the two of you are interchangeable. Yeah, that's right. We have the same last name. Yeah. I mean, you never notice the difference. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's kind of all my kid stories, Mike. You know, n- a nothing week, right? Yeah, no kidding. No, <laughs> nothing Nothing really going on. How, what am I, how am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, it was so funny because I was thinking about it today and I'm like, well, when we were going to announce that Tiff was pregnant the first time, the joke was going to be that we're pregnant and you were getting a new cell phone or something like that. It's like, oh, you know, that's kind of, it sort of works, you know, mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. Tiff is pregnant and you've got a new video game console. Knew, I got yeah. a new video game console. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could talk about that now. Well, talk about your kids' stories first, Mike. Oh, no. See, th- this is all related. I gotta, oh, oh, I gotta oh, say. Okay. Okay. So, as you know, we've talked about at length on the show, just in case you, this is your first time and you need some catching up. The PlayStation 5 is something that I've been very excited for. I have been saving for it for over two years in small increments just to be like on one hand you know you can't say no i i'm not blowing all this money at one time i've saved up like two years worth of money on this. right so that that's one thing and, and as it's been getting closer and closer i've been getting more and more excited like I, there was a, a lengthy period of time where i was like yeah i mean i'll just get it when it comes out whatever you know you know just not really thinking too much about it sure but but as like the the you know impression videos and stuff started popping up it was like oh my god why isn't this here like two weeks ago it really hit me that i wanted this thing so bad and i was freaking out like i'm like why isn't there news every millisecond about this thing and what it does and all of the things that i will be able to play on it you know where are the reviews blah 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 blah. so i'm hype out the friggin wazoo like strap a rocket to my back full of hype and I flying across the world, you know, I'm going crazy. Right. So it comes up on time to actually buy it. I buy it off of Best Buy. And the reason I went with Best Buy is because every time I pre-order anything on Amazon, they shit the bed and it shows up like two days late. Right. It doesn't matter when you pre-order it. It shows up two days late. So I went to Best Buy because I actually pre-ordered if you remember Mario All-Stars, the 3D All-Stars game a couple months back. Yeah. Pre-ordered that from Best Buy because they they were the first. I, I assumed that Mario All-Stars was going to sell out very quickly. It did, but there's also like a, like 15 million copies in the wild or something like that. It is not by <laughs> any means a rare game. For sure. So, whoops. But anyway, I, I ordered it from Best Buy because Best Buy was the first place to have it pop up. And it showed up, like it showed up day of on time. And I'm like, okay, well, this is good. And then when PS5 pre-order started, a friend of the show, Nikolai, threw a Best Buy link at me. And I was like, oh, well, Best Buy, you know, my original plan was to go through the source, you know, like a a smaller retailer that people don't think of to to see if I could get it from them. And and I I felt that that was, you know, a better way to try and secure a console that might show up here on launch day. 
Nikolai sends me the the link to Best Buy, bought it immediately. You know, like it was just like the first chance I could get, I bought it. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, Mario showed up on time, so maybe I'll get lucky here. And on Wednesday, the shipping notice goes out for Spider-Man, which I also bought at the same time at like 11 in the morning. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting the game at least, whether or not I have the actual console, we'll see. And then eventually like two o'clock rolls around, I got the console shipping notice and I'm like, okay, awesome. And based on when I got Mario, I got the Mario shipping notice the day before at about 2 p.m. So I'm like, it all lines up. I should, in theory, get the console and the game tomorrow. I had booked off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday. Oh, damn it. You went you went all out, Mike. I was like, I am going to go hard. I, I Okay. I have holidays that roll over and I have holidays that don't roll over at my job. Sure. And I'm like, I got holidays to use. I'm going to use them. On my PlayStation Wait, 5. This is basically Christmas for you. Family can go suck it. This is yeah. this is the premium event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Laura's at work. Baby's at daycare. I'm set. So Wednesday, because the console comes out on Thursday. Wednesday was get all your shit out of the way. I cleaned the house, like all my, my weekend chores. I did all that shit on Wednesday. We went out to the backyard. We did all of our winter proofing. You know, we took all the furniture, put all the furniture away, you know, fixed covered up the air conditioner, everything that was like anything I would have done on the weekend is done. Wednesday Mm -hmm. was to wrap all that stuff up. Thursday rolls around and I take William to daycare first thing in the morning. You know, we walk up there uh, every morning and I'm walking back and I'm refreshing and refreshing, refreshing. And it says like it's processing. My order is processing, but it's in Hamilton. So I'm like, I feel like that means it's still going to show up today. So at about 10 o'clock, I get a notification. It's out for delivery. And I'm like, yes, it's coming. I'm going to go and I'm going to like move stuff around on my, my, my TV stand to make room for this thing. It's, it's, the time has come. And Laura comes out of the office because Laura's working from home. And she goes, I'm on the phone with daycare. William has a runny nose. You have to go get him. <laughs> <laughs> so you immediately phoned work and canceled all your vacation days, right? <laughs> I did not because <laughs> I suddenly had to go babysit. And it was funny because I, I asked Laura and I'm like, I know for a fact I did not hide my disappointment. Like I like when when she told me, I could feel it on my face. Right. That it was just like, no, you know. So so I asked her and and I was like, How disappointed, how disappointed did I look? And she was like, I was really worried. <laughs> she, 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 she said like, uh, you know, I haven't seen you that sad, you know, since, you know, all that stuff happened with Kratos and I'm like, Oh, then I was very sad. Right. Kind of a thing. So, so I go upstairs, like we, we tell daycare, okay, I'll be there any minute. I'll be there in like half an hour. Cause I, I have to walk over and get them. It's like, it's like a 25 minute walk to the daycare and I'm putting on my shoes and I look at the window and the Canada post truck pulls up and the guy goes in the back of the truck. He pulls out my PlayStation 5 <laughs> and he brings it over <laughs> yeah. and I'm standing there at the front door getting ready to go pick up William and I'm just like, Ugh. so I grab it, I bring it downstairs, I put it down in front of the TV, I walk into the room, don't say a word to Laura, I just walk in, show her the boxes and she's like laughing. Like she's laughing because it's like at the situation. Like she's sure, not yeah. like, I. You, this is so funny that this is happening to you. She's like laughing at the, the ludicrousness of the situation, right? So I drop off the PS5. I go get William. 
I come home, we have lunch, blah, 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 put him down for a nap. And then I finally get to open this thing up. And so basically nap time was, was the only time that I had to, to, to play the PlayStation. Cause as soon as he woke up, I'm back on dad duty. Right. Sure. So I get it turned on. And one of the things that it asks you to do when you first turn it on, which I thought was super cool. It says, if you have a game, put it in. And while we're doing the setup, it'll install the game. So I'm like, perfect. So I threw Spider-Man in and it starts installing and I go through all the setup and then I get to the main screen and it says database corrupted need to rebuild. And I was like, wait, what? And it shut down and then it turned back on and I just sat there like, are you serious? Did this break? Like as soon as I got the tab <laughs> thing and, and it turned back on and it was fine. And I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what, what happened there, but like that was a very weird start to this entire situation. So Spider-Man is still installing. So I remember you asked me, what was the first PlayStation game that I was going to play? Well, Spider-Man is still installing. Astro's Playroom is is in and, and ready to go. So I, I start playing Astro for a little bit. And then maybe after a little bit, William wakes up super early from his nap. Well, sure, of course. Of, of course, course he, he does. does. So yeah, so then... You know, off I go and I be dad for a while. And then it just so happened that that night, you know, after after he went to bed, Laura's like, we got nothing going on. Go play your game. You know, go have fun. So I went and I and I went hard and I played until midnight, which is a lot later than I, I go to bed usually around like 1030. Sure. Day. Yeah. So I went I played until midnight and went to bed and then we wake up the next morning. Oh, I forgot to tell you, William had a runny nose. This is how this is why he was sent home is because he had a runny nose. Mm-hmm. And when I get to daycare, I say to them, I'm like, well, I mean, I gave him a walk this morning and he had a really big tantrum, like first thing this morning over like, I can't even remember. It was something so stupid. Like I remember, oh no, I wasn't letting him play with pots and pans is exactly what he had a a tantrum over. Right. Yes. I took him right to daycare right after that happened. And I mean, when he cries like that, he gets a runny nose. So my assumption was, is like. Well, he probably had that tantrum. So when I get there, I say to them, like, he had a big tantrum before he left. It was probably that. And like, it was a little bit chilly when we walked up here this morning. And they were like, oh, no, there's other kids in his class that are sick. And we're like, crap. Okay. This is going to be a tomorrow thing too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And sure enough, William was home Friday as well. And so was Laura because Laura was also sick from what William had. Nice. And so I went from, okay, so now my first day of vacation to sit home and play this thing has become, you know, watching William. And then my second day of, it's also become watching, uh, watching William and also watching Laura. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that was that day. Laura booked Saturday off so that I could play the PlayStation so she she was like, okay, well, I'm off. But she's like, I'm still kind of sick. I'm going to need your help. So in the afternoon, she went she went away. Like she went on a walk with him. And I got to play for a bit then. And then Sunday, she's like, well, you know, Sunday's a usual family day. We're going to do Christmas stuff. We like set up the Christmas tree and everything already. Because this year has sucked. So we're starting Christmas early to be like happier sooner, right? So we did, we set up the Christmas tree and stuff on on Sunday and so I didn't really get a chance to play on, on Sunday. So my, my big hope was today that he would be okay enough to go back to daycare. He was not. 
So we spent another oh, day. Damn, man, yes. Mike. So literally every day of my my vacation, which I took off specifically to play PlayStation Five, I was watching William because he was sick, and and today he was just so frustrating. And that's the word I use when Laura was like, "Well, how's he been?" And I said, "Frustrating," because. He really wanted to go outside and play. Like he wanted mm-hmm. to go for a walk. He wanted to go to the park. It was like negative one with the wind chill and stuff. And I'm like, you're already sick. I can't take you outside. Yeah. And he just got so upset. Like there was literally a point where we came downstairs because he took his mother's shoes and tried to give them to her so that she would take him for a walk because I kept refusing. <laughs> well, that is very ingenuitive. It was, but at the same time, she wasn't taking him either. Right. So we spent we spent a lot of time watching Blippy today to uh, to calm the nerves of the beast. But yeah, I didn't get as much time with the PS5 as I was planning. That's yeah, for sure. That is unfortunate, Mike. That is uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely some unfortunate circumstances there, and bad timing and everything. And tomorrow it's back to work. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get any more time to, to play it. But what I can tell you, I guess uh, what you want some impressions on how it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I want to know what the controller feels like and just the next geniness of it. It's it's very next geny. Okay. For sure. And there's some really cool things about it. For, I'm going to tell you about Astro's Playroom because that's the first thing I played. Okay. Astro's Playroom is the best demo Ever. Like, forget Wii Sports. You know, like, remember how Wii Sports was the pack-in title with the Wii? Sure, It was like, here's how it works with the controller. No, forget that. This is it. This is the game. Astro's Playroom is a full platforming game that shows off all of the features of the new controller and what it can do in such a fun way. Like, there's a story sort of... Like, it's not really a super story, but it, it is a full platformer game. Like, it's mm-hmm. got about as much story in it as, you know, an old Mario game would, right? <laughs> right, like, yeah. So, you go through this game and you get to do all these different controls with with the controller. Like, um, for example, you you get into a suit that is a frog suit. And the frog suit, is it got, it's got springs for legs. And with the new adaptive triggers, you you hold down on the trigger as hard as you can to to be able to spring further. So if you if you tap it a little bit, you just do a little jump. And if you hold it down, you'll do a big jump. Mm-hmm. And there's resistance on it as you pull it down, which is interesting. Like the longer you hold it, the harder it is to hold it down. Right, yeah. So that's one really cool use of it. And I mean, like it, it's got the motion control with it too. Like there's literally a, um, one of the many things that you can do is the um there's a monkey and you shake the controller to move the monkey's arms so like you lift the controller up on the right side and he reaches with his right hand Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing and then also with the controller there's like these handholds that you have to grab and you pull the triggers to grab the handholds and there are certain handholds that break away if you hold on to them too hard so you have to like push it just slightly and gauge with the the resistance on the triggers on how hard you're actually holding it Later on, you get a you get a bow and arrow, and that's the big thing that everybody's been saying is like, oh yeah, when you get a bow and arrow, when you pull it back, yeah, it's exactly what the people have been describing, where you you pull the trigger down to to charge up the arrow, and then you release it, and it fires it off, and and it gets harder as you pull it down. So there, there's all those fun little things, and the rumble, the adaptive vibration stuff, or not the the haptic feedback. 
That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Like it's so well done. Like there's a scene where you're running around in the rain and you can feel like the individual droplets all over the controller. Like it's incredibly well done when you, when you're going through the, the wind and the rain or the water, like when you're going over different surfaces, it feels differently. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's just was exactly as they promised then. Yeah. And I wish other games that I've played so far, because I've only played that for PS5. I played that in Spider-Man and Spider-Man does not do as much with the controller as it does in Astro's Playroom. Right. Well, I guess that's always kind of been our question, right? Is, yeah, it's got all this great technology, but are developers going to use it? And, you know, you would I would have assumed that Spider-Man would have been all over this thing, right? Like It is like the launch title. But yeah, like it does use it, but it's nowhere near as well implemented as right. Astro. They kind of treat it like a basic rumble pack, right? That's what I was reading. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. And the triggers like when you're using the web slinging, the triggers are a little harder to push in. Like as as you continue the swing, you mm-hmm. have to continue to push through on the trigger to do it. But otherwise, it's not you know rocket science you know it doesn't do anything too different than you would do normally the the vibration when you're using your lightning powers is very impressive like how it how it kind of feels like it's moving through the controller that is cool but it does not do as much as as astro does and getting back to astro astro for someone like me who has been a playstation fan since 1996 there is so many references and so much like little little Easter eggs tucked into this game. It is a love letter to people who have been playing PlayStation for a long time. Right. Like there are so many amazing references in this. And I, I'm going to actually not spoil them, but I will give you an example of, of what happened. So basically the whole premise of Astro's playroom is that you're a tiny robot and you're inside the actual PlayStation itself. And you're running around like there, there are literally moments where, you can see, like, you remember the, the, the side plates, the side plates on the PlayStation, right? Right. There is a scene in the game where you're running around in the center and the side plates are the walls and you're like jumping around on the side plates. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're, in the, you're in the actual PlayStation itself. And as you run around, there's all these little collectibles and the collectibles are PlayStation peripherals throughout history. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, like, you'll you'll find a Dual Shock controller. The PlayStation Vita is a pickup that you can get. There's weird shit that I've never seen before. That that is, and I'm like, for the most part, I'm pretty well versed on, on a lot of PlayStation tech and and things like that. Like, I knew like a buddy of mine messaged me because he got his PlayStation as well, and he's like, "Wait, there was a PlayStation mouse? Yes, I do remember that there was a PlayStation mouse. It was for the PlayStation One, and you could play Command and Conquer with it." Right. So that's that's how I knew that there was a PlayStation mouse. But there's like a PSP GPS device. I had no idea that existed. I think that was a Japan only thing. <laughs> right, but, right. But stuff like that, like there's absolute deep cuts in there. And as you're running around in the world, there are other little robots running around too. And there is every so often you'll see a little robot who's holding a camera. Like he's like a TV reporter or something, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's a guy holding a camera, he is usually pointing it at other robots and those robots are reenacting PlayStation games. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So this is really is an homage to uh, big time or longtime fans. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not all like recent games either. Like there are references to games from PlayStation one that have not had sequels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil what any of them are, but I will also say that the end boss of the game is the 
deepest cut I have ever seen for anything. Like I, I've talked to two people about it. One who knew who it, what it was and they were like, this is the greatest thing ever. And another person who was like, I thought that was really cool, but I had no idea what it was in reference to. And I sent them what it was, what it was. And they're like, that's actually amazing. I love that. Right. So I, I don't want to spoil what it is. I'll tell you once we're done recording. But yeah, no, it was awesome. It was the end boss of Astro was probably, it put the biggest smile on my face. It was so good. <laughs> well, that's good. So worth every penny then is what you're suggesting for the PlayStation in general and Astro's Playground, which obviously came with it for free. Yeah, yeah Astro definitely is worth every penny because yeah. it was free. I actually platinumed Astro already because wow. I, I wanted to like, I just really was enjoying it so much. And I'm like, you know what? I might as well just beat this thing. Mm-hmm. And and then move on to something else. And and I actually had the the choice of moving on to Spider Man Miles Morales or Bug Snacks, which if you recall was the free game, the free pack in game. Right. Or not pack in game, but it was the free PlayStation uh, Plus. Yes, yeah, PlayStation Plus, yeah. And I went with Miles Morales, but you know, Laura has been playing Bug Snacks. Right. And she's really been enjoying it. Oh, well that's good. So Mike, Mike, who has more hours on the PlayStation Five right now? You or Laura? Oh, definitely me. Oh, okay. So it's still definitely you. me. Okay. Yeah, because I, I if if basically if it's been if it's been nap time, I've been playing. Uh, okay, all right. And Laura has been usually playing during the evenings, so she'll be like, "Can I pop on to Bug Snacks for a while?" Like Laura is playing Bug Snacks right now while I'm recording the podcast because it's a moment where I am unavailable to to play on the PlayStation Five. So she's like, "Well, I'm all over it." Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Yeah, you're gonna have to have like a registration form for this thing, there, Mike. Apparently, yeah. I guess I'll just get two. I'll just get another one, and then we yeah. can just... Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah, done. why not? Yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, no, Laura's really enjoying Bug Snacks. I'm, I'm excited to play Bug Snacks as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to play through Miles first, and I'm in really... I am enjoying Miles. But you, you wanted to mention that there are other users who have had a very different experience than me that have had a lot of technical problems with both their PS5s and their Xboxes as well. Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess somebody has to be the bearer of bad news a little bit here. But, but yes, um, not surprisingly, with the new console launches comes a new batch of, of issues and stuffing and stuff. But surprisingly, very few hardware issues for both consoles. Like there's nothing, no huge problems, like a fan dying on all of them or anything like that. Because I feel like that's a kind of a staple of a console launch. Like, of course, Xbox 360 is very famous for the Red Ring of Death and... I don't know if PlayStation has had a similar level of, of issue in the past, but... The fat PS3s have what is called the yellow light of death, which is like once the thermal paste dries up, that like you get a yellow light and then ah, it doesn't okay. turn on anymore, which apparently can be fixed if you re-thermal paste it, and I don't know how to do that. Yeah, so. I'll show you one day, Mike. Really easy. No. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So I'll be saved. When yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, that don't worry. Your hero is here. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, we'll start with, um, we'll start with the Xbox ones. Um, they got some fairly minor, I guess. Like, I, I didn't bother writing down stuff like, my controller won't connect, because let's face it, that's user error all the way. <laughs> you True. Know? True. But so Xbox is having a lot of problems with some of their like built-in apps like Peacock TV and the remote play and that sort of thing. They're just not working. <laughs> so, you know, don't be surprised if you've got an Xbox and they are firing up. Of course, 
this does not apply to everybody. This is just a smaller subset of people, but that's how it goes. Apparently for Xbox, the quick resume functionality is not working. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess it works for some people. Kind of like the best case scenario is it requires a reinstall of the game and then it starts working fine. And worst case is there is no solution right now. So I I guess my understanding is they're suggesting that just don't use the quick resume for now until they've sort of figured out the bug. And then the one kind of weird problem they're having is optical drives are not accepting disks properly. And again, this is a small subset of people. So it's not that the optical drive is dead. It's just that you put the CD in, or sorry, CD, you can tell how how old we are, the Blu-ray drive in, the Mm Blu-ray disc in, and it won't like pull the disc in. You actually have to like push it in yourself kind of thing. And then it works fine after that. So that's kind of, I guess that's kind of a hardware problem. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like the the bit that catches things. Yeah, are not working, something right? is so. something is not up there. Switching over to the PS5 side, they are having some database rebuild problems, as you mm-hmm. as you have yourself discovered. My understanding is it's primarily when you have rest mode enabled on the PS5, and it's worse with specific games like Spider Man. It's is the the bad boy right now where this is happening the most. It's not the Miles version, though. It's the remastered PS4 Spider-Man. Is that what it is? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. It's that, it, that's the one thing I wanted to hit when you said you wanted to talk about this. It's very weird that it's the remastered PS4 game that they're having this issue with. So, I mean, I haven't played that yet because I'm right. playing Miles, right? So, I, I'm just going to stay away from, from playing the remastered yeah, game until yeah. they fix whatever's wrong and, with an it. An easy solution, right? But they are having problems with it's the you probably know this more about this than I do, but it's the when you're queuing stuff to download, occasionally what'll happen is you'll queue it up to download, but I guess there's some sort of mismatch or whatever, and the system doesn't think it's downloading stuff, but it actually is, and so it will never finish the download properly. And the only way to solve it is to factory reset the PS5. Okay. Which is, a, again, a weird one. Not happening mm-hmm. to everybody. It's a kind of a rare thing. And then sort of the rarest of all is this storage rebuild problem that's probably a little bit overblown because of who it happened to. I guess it was this semi-famous YouTuber reviewer who had his PS5 die on him within like the first week or two of owning it. Yeah. And essentially what it was is... I guess it was slowly getting worse and worse. And ultimately what it sounds like, it's like a hard drive failure basically, but it bricked the entire PS five. Yeah. Now, again, I I've only read, I think three or four accounts of this. I'm sure there are more, but it's not like this huge widespread issue by any stretch of the imagination. No. And the only other problem that I've had, which seems to not even be discussed as an issue, mm-hmm. is I I swapped my portable hard drive out of my PS4 and into my PS5. Basically, you just unplug it and plug it in yeah. and it works. Well, not exactly. For the most part, yes, everything does just immediately work. But if you have a game that's installed onto your external drive that is a disc-based game, because mm-hmm. you can do that, you can have disc-based games, then it errors out all of those games. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so all of those games, like, like a perfect example is I have Kingdoms of Amalur was on one of my portable hard drive. And as soon as I plugged in the disc, it was like, like because you can go to the library page where it shows all your games, right? Right. And it gave me the list. And then when, when the list populated, there was, I think, seven games that all of a sudden had red exclamation points on them. They were right. like, no, 
you cannot play. And then I got all of these X, like these uh, in my notification bar that was like, this game will not work. This game will not work. And then I'm like, well, what, what, why, why won't it work? And then I put the disc in for kingdoms of Amalur thinking, well, I'll just hard reinstall it to play it. And as soon as I did, it was like, okay, you're good. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's being a little over dramatic, is what you're saying. Yeah. Basically. So I took a couple of the games and I threw them in and and they worked just fine. Like yeah. after that, like um Streets of Rage 4 was another game where I just tossed it into the disc. And once that happened, it 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 just dis- disappeared from my download error list and stuff like that. There's a couple of games that because I keep like a folder, like you know, like a CD wallet. I keep yeah. a CD wallet of the games I play the most, or that like the stuff that I'm in the middle of, or I'm going planning on going back to. I keep that close to the TV. And games that I've finished, they go back in their box and they go, you know, sit on the shelf. So the games that are still sitting in errored out mode are the games that are still on the shelf. And I'm like, I'll just get to that later. So. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You would have thought. You know, with that kind of thing or with like the Xbox quick resume thing, like how did that make it past testing? You know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. happening like, to this many people on a brand new system. You know, you would have thought there'd be some QC there, but well, there's a few things too. like, and I'm not the only person that has these kind of complaints I've seen either is there's stuff that was like in the last, you know, like in the PS4 that's not in the PS5 that people were like, why? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like a perfect example is folders. There are no longer folders that you can put your games into. Like on my PS4, I have like, like if it's a series, I have every game in that series in the same folder. Sure. If it's okay, a game yeah. I haven't started yet, I put all the games in the zero the percent folder kind of a thing. If it's games that I've beaten and I might not go back to, but Laura might play, and then I put them in a folder that's like the hundred percent folder that, you know, stuff like that. You can't do that at all with this. It, it just... I I think the idea behind it is everything is supposed to be very easily accessible from the game library, Mm -hmm. which it, it is, but it's also not like everything is very speedy. Like the, the thing that I really like about when it comes to the user interface is it is fast. Yeah. But my complaint would be, is there are more steps to do anything than there used to be? Right. Okay. I understand. Yeah. So like, it's it's interesting in that sense where it's like, okay, well, you know, this is in theory easier, but at the same time, you've made it slightly harder. Like, for example, in the PS4, if you wanted to check your trophies, then you press the PS button and then you'd go up and over to the trophy icon mm-hmm. and then you'd be in trophy land, right? In this, you have to press the button, go over to your user profile, then when you're in your user profile, then go to trophies to see your trophies. Right. So they've they've sort of done some of the foldering on your behalf to a certain extent. Like this this is a user thing. It should go with the user stuff. Yeah, I I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah. But I mean, for people like me who are all about them trophies, I want my trophies accessible like immediately, right? right. Like I want to push the button and have the trophy. I can't be there to be like, how, how do I do? You yeah. Know? I mean, I honestly, I honestly wouldn't be shocked that if in, you know, three months or six months they release, you know, whatever they call it, the PlayStation OS, you know, point one, yeah. <laughs> you know, with some of this kind of old functionality added back in. Because, I mean, I, I can tell you from a tech side, there's been a lot of things that we roll at this great new system. And it's like, yeah, we've made all these changes because people are going to love it. And then six months later, we're like, oh, yeah, it was a bad mistake. We got to switch yeah. it back or we got to <laughs> do something about it. Yeah. So there's there's that. Like, that's one of my little nitpicks. One thing that I actually really like, and there's not a there's not a lot of people who are talking about this kind of stuff, because like you'll see the 
the comparisons, like people have posted a lot of comparisons of like, oh, what's faster, the Xbox or the PlayStation? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they showed was they somebody did a, a comparison. It was it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it was from a cold boot of the game. Like it wasn't in quick resume mode or or suspend mode or anything like that. It was from the game is off to turning it on. How long does it take to get to the main menu? Right. And it goes through and it goes through all of the, you know, the warnings and the, the you know, this game was made by this group because every Assassin's Creed game has a thick thing at the front that's like, this was made by a multicultural group of friends that love each other and we all kumbaya. Right. And then like there's the, you know, the Ubisoft logo and then the, the company that made it, that kind of shit. And then it gets to the main menu, right? Something that I did not know and I found out afterwards is the PlayStation 5 shows all of those f- things once. Oh, like just one one and done kind of thing? Yep. So oh, the okay. next time you log into that game, it goes straight to the main menu. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So like that, the 30 seconds you waited the first time you turned it on, the next time you turn it on, two seconds. It's like, boom, there it is. And there's actually something that, because I told, I think I told you when we were talking about the user interface thing, where there's like these cards where, with each game, where there's like activity cards. Mm-hmm. You can actually use the activity cards as a way to jump into games faster, which I didn't. I saw somebody post on this on Twitter and I'm like, well, why aren't I doing that kind of a thing? So a, a perfect example is Miles Morales. I could turn the game on like because Laura's playing Bugs Snacks. She's going to turn it off and I'm going to have to turn on Miles from the beginning. Right. Right. So I turn on Miles and then I go to my save and I load my save and then my save goes into the game. And that's actually not a long jump because of how fast the, the SSD is. But I can scroll down to the the activity cards at the bottom. And if there's an activity that's close to, you know, whatever it was I was doing, I can just click on it and it will take me to that spot immediately. Like it will skip the loading into your stuff. It will just take you right there. Right. And, and you can do that with other games too. Like Astral's Playroom, there's like an activity card for each level. And you can literally just go, I want to go to that level. And it will, bam, you're right in that game, like right to the level. And you skip going through the, the options menu, the load your save menu, all that stuff. Just go straight back into the game. Right. So I don't know how it works with other games, but for those two games, it's super quick getting back into. I'm going to have to try it when I finally start playing Bug Snacks to see if, if that has the same kind of features. Oh, I suspect it does. Yeah, and and of the games that I have, because I have five games for the console currently. Okay. Uh, if if you include Astro, two of them have been reported buggy and broken. So I'm going to wait until those games are fixed <laughs> and then jump into them. One of them is the Shark game. Oh my god! Yeah, apparently on PS5 the trophies don't all pop correctly. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to definitely wait. Yeah, and, I was going to say all of your interest is now gone. <laughs> yeah, so I will I will wait until that's been fixed, and then of course there's Spider Man, which we were talking about earlier, where people are having issues with it. So I'm just going to stay away from that one until I have heard yeah. the okay. Fair but, enough. Uh, Bug Snack seems to have no issues. Miles is doing pretty well, except there's the one. I think there was a patch for Miles today, so I don't know if they fixed this, but there was a weird glitch where people were having if Miles hit something in the world then it would pop out the Miles model and replace the model of Miles with whatever you were playing. So, like, there are there's video of people playing the game as a refrigerator and a brick and yeah. things like that. So <laughs> Yeah, I saw those on Reddit today. 
Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I saw the brick in a, a dumpster. Somebody was flying around as a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if, I don't know if those have been fixed yet, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, you know, as, as can be expected of the, of the early adoption, it comes to these consoles. There's been a little bit of a glitchy mess, but, but things are going. Well, exactly. Well, and, and one more thing before we hop off the PS5, Mike, we had talked a couple episodes about replacing the side fins or whatever you want to call them, side panels. And then you brought up the fact that uh, D brand, would sell skins. I see why you're smiling. You know where we're going, which is I, awesome. I've, I've read this article. This is amazing. Um, so it's amazing. So what? For those who don't know, D brand skins mostly. I don't. Know, I don't say all electronics, but a lot. So if you send them to your phone, you can get them to skin the back, or you could put the skins on yourself, or whatever. Just kind of gives your stuff a little bit of, you know, your flavor, your personality. So D brand has now come out and said, "Do not buy PlayStation Five skins from us," and. I mean, I can't do the article justice, Mike, but I mean, if you're a fan of like the Wendy's Twitter, oh my God, this is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Just one excerpt here I wanted to read. So why they were saying is they don't want to do it is because it's it's complicated and it doesn't, they couldn't do it the way they wanted. Because I guess you could skin the outside, but then it's got like the white insides and whatever. So one of the things they said here was, We've seen you assholes try to apply the corner of a smartphone skin. Trust us when we say you can't handle an application that's nine times the size. And and it kind of continues on that way. They call you idiots. They call you, you know, dumbasses and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to it on Twitter or something, but it is amazing. Needless to say, D-Man will not be selling PlayStation 5 skins anymore. Yeah, no, it, it it that was an amazing press release. When I saw that headline where it was like you assholes can't do it yourselves. I was like, <laughs> "What? This is so good." Yeah. Yeah, oh no, it's fantastic. But uh, too bad. I guess you have to just get off the the Sharpie mic and do a little drawing on the side yourself. Yeah, well, I've seen some people have posted on on the PS5 Reddit that they've dipped their side plates. That'd be pretty good. And and they look pretty sharp. Like they did black and they've done red. That's what I've seen so far. You have to do um, not plastic dip, but it's the one where you like spray spray paint on like water and then you dip it in the spray paint. It kind of comes out like a not tie dye necessarily, but that sort of effect. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. I'll tell you one thing about the PlayStation 5 and how it looks. And it's the, my only pet peeve with the system. Yeah. And like, okay, so all you've seen all the the ads and stuff for it and like the photos of it and how it looks, right? Yeah. The blue LEDs are only when you turn the console on. It's like the PS4. It when you turn the console on, the the light turns blue and then it turns white. But all the ads and everything show it with this blue this blue LED and I'm like, that's really cool. And then it's like, oh no, it's just just white again it's just for a moment it's weird you think they'd at least let you customize it to whatever color you wanted you know throw some rgb in there or something yeah yeah but it's it's exactly like the ps4 where it's 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 the orange light when it's off and then it's the blue light when it turns on and then it's white when it's running right so all right wait one one more question is this thing as big as as it seems. Oh, it's a honking beast. It's, it's huge, eh? Huge. It's absolutely huge. I picked up, as soon as I got it out of the package, I ran over to Laura and I went, it's so big. And there's a photo of me holding it. And it's <laughs> above my head and below like halfway through my chest. Like, like it's, it is not 
small it yeah. is big so does it yeah. fit in your in your entertainment center like i guess did you put it sideways i'm yeah, guessing I, yeah i did it i did it uh horizontally and it it sticks out i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> i i definitely have to figure out how i'm going to re because i i definitely need to rebalance where i had it because what i originally did was i took my playstation 2 out and and moved over i had a a controller stand that charged my ps3 controllers i took that out i took out the ps2 and then i put the ps4 in there and it it fit it fit no problem the issue was is that the cord was not long enough to reach the power bar oh so now i'm gonna have to like i i moved it where the ps3 was but then i had to move the ps3 out entirely and now the ps3 cord doesn't reach so now i'm like Okay, well, I'm gonna have to go in and like take everything apart right, and, right. and figure this out. But yeah, it is it is massive. She's it is a big not boy, small. Eh? Yeah. Well, that's good. If somebody breaks into your home, Mike, you can use it for self defense. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could. You can kill a man with those corners. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to hit this week. Or if- well, I I do want to talk about the Apple event. It is not. Uh, it was not a huge, super long event. I mean, it feels like so long ago now. I think it was like Tuesday of last it week. It was. But. It was last Tuesday, and I remember it was on, and I wanted to watch it because I knew you wanted to talk about it. Yep. And then it was the last day before I went on vacation for four days, so it was like I don't got time to watch this, and yeah. and just never got back to it. Well, fortunately, Mike, uh, you did not miss a whole ton. Obviously. This was not a well-kept secret. This was about Apple's first, their own processor Macintosh or Macs. So I, I don't know why I went Macintosh. They haven't been Macintoshes in a long time. So uh, we we had mentioned before that they had bought out, or not, didn't bought out ARM. They licensed their own processor. So they're making their own chip. So it's called the M1 chip. So they basically severed ties with Intel now, and they're going to create their own thing. The chips themselves seem pretty cool. They are eight core chips. They got four super fast processors in them or cores in them and four like energy efficient cores in them, which is really good for like mobile stuff. So if you're not working too hard on it, the battery life on this thing is apparently amazing. Like we're talking like 17 to 20 hours of working time, which uh, I mean, I've been around a lot of laptops uh, that is unparalleled in, in any other, you know, compared to anything else. That being said, Mike, uh, that's kind of where the excitement sort of ended for me. They released three different computers. So they released the Mac Mini, the MacBook Air, and the MacBook Pro. The reality is, is because they're putting the exact same processor in all of these computers. That means, guess what, Mike? All the computers are exactly the same. Oh, good time. <laughs> so like the Mac Mini is $699. The MacBook Air is $999. The MacBook Pro is $1299. From what I can tell and from what the internet can tell, there is almost virtually no difference between the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro with the exception of like it looks a little different and it's got like the touch bar and stuff on it. I don't personally think that's worth the $300 difference, but you know, if you're a diehard Apple guy, maybe you do. The presentation itself was a little bit... uh, trying to uh, pick a nice word for this deceiving maybe oh okay (laughs) (laughs) so like they would oftentimes they're they're good they throw out numbers all the time three times faster six times faster that kind of stuff against the the closest windows competitor but it's like they don't actually list off what the competitor is you know and it's just like okay it could be three times faster than this terrible garbage computer that you'd buy like a business class receptionist machine right mm-hmm. like they don't they're not super clear on that kind of stuff so i don't know they kind of like rub me the wrong way 
ultimately, Mike, it it is a good step forward for them. If you are a Mac guy, there is really no reason not to buy this thing because they're producing everything now from hardware all the way to the software. They can tightly integrate everything. Um, so they were saying like compared to last generation's Macs, like these ones are substantially faster. And those metrics I can get behind because it's a it's a direct one to one comparison. Um so yeah, if you're a, if you're a Mac person, go out and buy them. If you're not and you're looking to dip your toe in, maybe look at the Mac Mini. But otherwise, I would let other people beta test this the first time around because I I don't know I I would like to see some more harder benchmarks and that kind of stuff before I would recommend it to anybody. There you go. Yeah. You've heard it here first, folks. Chris Blonsky says meh. And then and then the <laughs> surprise at the end, Mike. I don't know if you saw was the triumphant return of. PC from the old Mac versus PC commercials. Oh, that they had. I did. I did see this. <laughs> I saw something where somebody was like, "Hey, they brought John Hodgman back, or whatever." Yes, and and then I was like, "Oh, cool! I'd like to see that." And then I never looked it up. It, it was it was kind of a fun little throwaway thing. Basically, he was pretending like, "Well, PCs can do all this stuff too," and then he got tired and ran out of battery, Mike. Could you believe mm. it? It was cute. It was definitely, I think it was like 30 seconds long. It wasn't that long. But Did uh, they bring Justin Long no, back too? unfortunately, no Justin Long. Ah, oh, terrible. He's got uh, better things going in his life now than a Mac versus PC ad, I think. I'm sure like if they asked him to do it, he'd probably do it for a lot of money. They probably asked him to do it and he asked to do it for a lot of money and they said no. Maybe, yeah. But I mean, I think the real big takeaway here is the real big loser is Intel who has now lost all their Macintosh business and they're absolutely getting spanked by AMD in the consumer processor market. So they got to get their shit together, Mike. Oh, who knows? Maybe the next Intel chip is just fantastic in Apple. And he's like, oh, maybe we go back. I doubt it. I doubt that. Yeah. I, doubt that too. <laughs> I don't think Apple is ever good to go back at this point, but Apple likes to do their own thing and not have to rely on anybody else. No. So. And they used to make their own chips, but then... You know, it was like the power PC chips and they were great to start with, but they didn't really advance very well. So that's why they switched to Intel in the first place. But but yeah, no, Intel's released their their newest batch and the AMD ones are just mopping the floor with them. So don't buy Intel if you are building a new computer anytime soon. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. And if we learned anything from our stream last week, it's that I need to build a new Yes, computer. Mike, AMD. And <laughs> AMD is cheaper than Intel too, Mike. So we'll... Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe what we'll do next year for the stream is Mike can build his new computer live. <laughs> How about I get that game, the PC builder game where you can go through and like... Oh, make like your... the VR one or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, make the, I'll make a PC and then like then I'll know what to do when it comes down to actually building. Them. Absolutely. I, from what I understand, it's actually fairly accurate. <laughs> so yeah. it would be a good way to learn. And much cheaper. True. It is cheaper. But yeah. computers aren't that expensive, Mike. No, they're usually, if you're build. I don't know. They, it depends on how you do it, right? If yeah. you want nice parts, they might be a little more expensive. It depends on what you want. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to buy a graphics card that costs the amount of money that my old PC bought, can't, you know, with, with the <laughs> monitors cost, that kind of thing. That's true. But if you've been listening to the podcast, my graphics cards have gotten much cheaper with this latest generation. Oh, well, there you go. So <laughs> clearly I've been <laughs> You're running out, out of excuses, those. Mike. You're running out of excuses. Eventually we're going to get a new computer on that desktop there. I, At some point, but yeah. I did just spend a lot of money on a PlayStation That's 5. True. That's true. So not, not 
today. But I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow on other adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong or even pass along a congratulations to dad-to-be for the second time, Chris, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds. FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give it whatsoever. Some people double unqualified to give it. (laughs) Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again as soon. Boy, we got a lot of stuff for next week now, Mike. Let me tell you. Yeah, well, I spent a lot of time talking about PlayStation. So, by the way, Astro's Playroom. Yeah. I'm going to leave this in the episode for whatever. So spoilers for anybody who's like really wants to. to yeah. It's dying to know. Yeah. Yeah. So the final boss of Astral Spray Room is the T-Rex from the first tech demo shown to people of the PlayStation running. Oh, really? Yeah. So Damn. the first time they showed PlayStation graphics running, it was a T-Rex walking through an empty room. And that's the final boss. Uh, it's the T-Rex. That's, that's pretty sick. Yeah. It's it's awesome. And it's so well done. I loved it. Did they like, did they remaster the T-Rex or is it like kind of the same like polygons and stuff? It's as it's the- it's half and half. It's okay. it's the old ass polygons. And, and it's so funny too, because like the PlayStation 1 had this graphics thing where like, if you moved the camera a certain way, the textures would stretch. Okay, sure, yeah. And they've they've recreated that on the on the T Rex. So like <laughs> the T Rex will move, and the textures on him will stretch in really weird ways. Right. And 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 then when you beat the T Rex, it becomes a ne- like a modern day new gen graphics T Rex, and then you fight him again. But yeah, no, it was it was awesome. It was I couldn't have asked for a better like reference to be the final boss. It was so good. Well, that's good then. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. it. Makes me wish I played more PlayStation as a child. <laughs> you should have. It's great. I'm pretty happy about it. I think the only PlayStation I ever played a lot of was PS2. That was the one I played the most. A PS1. I almost never played because I didn't really know anybody who had one. Right. Like most of my friends were N64 guys. And then you and I didn't start hanging out until PlayStation 2 generation anyway. So Yeah, so we played a ton. Because that would have been high school, more or less, for us, right? Yeah. And we PS, played, when did PS3 come out? That would have been post-high school. PS, PS2 came out in 2000. Yeah, so that was like, that was grade, grade 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. We played a lot of Tiger Woods Golf. We I sure did. That. We sure did. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we were so cool. Yeah.